CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live and the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com, and today is Wednesday, November 14th, 2012. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience, not just with this live broadcast every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at WDW Radio Live, but bringing you a little bit of Disney magic with the audio podcast, which you can find on iTunes, blog, videos, books, CDs, apps, and lots more. You can find it all over at WDWRadio.com. But let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World News. Got a lot coming from the parks, from the resorts, and a little bit of everything at all. And we're going to start off over inside the Walt Disney World theme parks because it's a tall, venti, frappuccino world after all. Because after almost more than a year of speculation, Disney has finally announced that Starbucks is coming to the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and the locations have been announced. It's going to take over the Main Street Bakery in the Magic Kingdom and the Fountain View Cafe in Epcot in 2013. Those are two of the six Starbucks locations that are coming, and here already, throughout some of the Disney theme parks. Uh, Over in Disney's California Adventure, the Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe is a themed Starbucks location, which is exactly what these are going to be. So the bakery on Main Street is going to close in January. Starbucks is going to open there early in the summer. The Fountain View in Epcot is going to close in March in 2013 and open also mid-summertime. But the important thing is that when you go to the bakery, when you go to Fountain View, it is not going to be your typical green awninged Starbucks type experience. It is going to be themed, as Disney is wont to do, and created around story around the locations where you are. So I've been to Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe, it just rolls off the tongue, over at Disney California Adventure, and it does make you feel as though you are in 1920s California. You can sort of imagine Walt walking in and grabbing his cup of joe, getting ready to start his day. Uh, the architecture follows that sort of Spanish-Mexican architecture of the period, and even the cast members and baristas wear that 1920s-inspired attire as well. So the Magic Kingdom Starbucks obviously is going to have a more 20th century, turn-of-the-century theme. It's going to fit in with Main Street USA. The baristas there are going to be costumed as well, too. Future Worlds uh, Starbucks obviously going to have a little bit more of a futuristic feel for it as well, too. As far as what is going to be served there, you're obviously going to find all of the signature Star- Starbucks beverages I can't go because I just don't know how to order there. I ask for a regular coffee, and they say, do you want a vente, latte, tall, mocha frappuccino? I just want a cup of coffee. But you're going to get not just the Starbucks beverages, but some of their signature sandwiches and baked goods. But, and very important, especially for fans of the Main Street Bakery like myself, you are also going to still be able to get your Disney favorites as well, too. Signature sandwiches, other items, desserts, sweet treats. I'm thinking the croissant, the uh, sorry, the cinnamon rolls that are as big as your head, the ham, egg, and cheese croissants. Those things will probably be remaining in there as well too. It's interesting uh, watching the chat room tonight and the social spaces today. The responses over the last few days of the Starbucks announcements. Again, we knew that it was coming, right? We knew that it was coming to Walt Disney World. It made perfect sense that it would be on Main Street USA. 
Some people are very excited about it, especially who those people who are very much in love with, with Starbucks and their type of coffee. Some other people, I think, are fearful about what it's going to represent having this outside company come in. Uh, I think that Disney has certainly worked to allay those fears in terms of costuming, theming, story, and having been to Fiddler Pfeiffer, you see that very much is the case. It very much blends in to the experience and to the story. Remember, a lot of Main Street USA has always had corporate sponsors, whether it's Butoni, Gulf, Hallmark, Edie's Ice Cream, Coca-Cola, Nestle, whoever it is, uh, and I don't think it's going to impact negatively the story and the experience there. A lot of people who are in the chat room, very, very excited about the change in the coffee itself. Not necessarily happy with the Nestle coffee that's been the brand of choice at Disney Parks for a long time. I think Starbucks is going to make a lot of people very, very happy. But uh, let's move over or sort of forward in the Magic Kingdom as well, too, because the new Cinderella Castle projection show entitled Celebrate the Magic debuted just yesterday over at the Magic Kingdom. Now, I don't want to spoil it for you, but just to give you an idea, Tinkerbell flies not just from the castle, but sort of around the castle, in and out of the turrets, and transforms it, as all the castle shows do, into really sort of a, a piece of living art. And this is a great story as it takes you from early pencil animation through other Disney animated films like Alice in Wonderland, Dumbo, up to The Lion King, and even some of the worlds like Pirates of the Caribbean and Brave. We even sort of go into the present by taking a couple of steps back in the past and look at the 8-bit video game home of the Nice Landers in Disney's newest hit, which I love, by the way, Wreck-It Ralph. And you can see if you're watching the video, you can get a great image of how the Fix-It Felix game is projected onto the castle. Uh, as a special treat, Celebrate the Magic is also going to debut with a segment for a show created just for the holiday season and including the gingerbread castle scene during the original projection show, which was the Magic Memories and You. Um, we also talked about earlier in the year that going forward, in addition to the seasonal updates like this, um, like this, you're also going to get the Celebrate the Magic being changed seasonally. So you're going to see uh, Disney couples in January, a trip to the beach with Lilo and Stitch and Little Mermaid during the summer, a lot of Disney villains in time for Halloween. So it's nice that this show continues to change with the seasons. We talked about how coming to Walt Disney World at different types of the year, different times of the year, continues to give you a different experience. And again, with the promotion they have coming on next year as well, too, where themes are going to change and events and opportunities and experiences are going to change week to week. You're going to see that even more. Speaking of the holidays and the Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party has already begun its longest ever run uh, as it started November 9th and it continues on till December 21st. Sorry, December 20, right. Because for more than 25 years, uh, Disney guests have been really uh, captured by this event, which I think is a must-see. You talk about a different Walt Disney World experience. Coming down during the holiday season, you really get immersed in the holiday spirit and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. The dates run from November 9th through the 21st. So this month, the 12th, 15th, 16th, 25th, 27th, 29th, and 30th, and then multiple days in December. I'll post those dates uh, on the show notes. It is a hard ticket event, so you do need an extra ticket in addition to your theme park ticket for the day, but you don't need to ha actually have both. You don't need a theme park ticket 
and the Christmas party ticket in order to attend. So if you don't want to use a day on your pass, you can spend a day at your resort and then get your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for admission to the Magic Kingdom that night. Um, Lots going on beyond just the castle shows and the entertainment. There is, uh, of course, the Magic Kingdom beautifully decorated for the holidays. There's a Celebrate the Spirit of the Season fireworks, sort of their holiday wishes, nighttime spectacular. A lot of Disney characters, a lot of entertainment. The Castle Dreamlight on Cinderella Castle, 200,000 shimmering LED lights. It is truly a spectacle when they light the castle. Uh, that alone and the cookies and the hot chocolate is worth the price of admission to the, to the Christmas party. For more information, you can visit DisneyWorld.com slash Christmas party. And again, if you're watching the live broadcast, you can get an idea. This is the Christmas party map for this year, giving you a sense of all the different things you can do much like Halloween, like Christmas. There's so many special events. It really makes coming to the Magic Kingdom a completely different type of experience. I'm actually going to the Christmas party this week, so stay tuned. I'll have a video sort of recapping the Christmas party events. And if you've been, or if you like it, I'd love for you to comment. Tell us what your favorite part is of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party over at uh, the Magic Kingdom in the comment section, either on the blog or over at YouTube. So from the parks, let's move over to the Disney resorts because there is a newly reimagined Senses Disney Spa over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort setting to open on December 17th. Important to note, it is now a Disney-owned and operated Disney Spa, a Senses Spa over at the Grand Floridian. You can see if you're watching uh, the live video, it's got a new Victorian-style entranceway. And that sort of begins your journey, whether it's relaxing, rejuvenating, or just getting a a day to sort of pamper yourself. The centerpiece of the spa is a mural reflecting sort of old Florida landscape and nature. There's beautiful glass mosaic tiles in the jacuzzi rooms. There is a sort of a, a sense of elegance that really has been brought to this spa, very much tying into the Grand Floridian look and feel. There are 15 treatment rooms. That includes everything from water therapy, sugar exfoliation body treatment, rejuvenating citrus facial, a restorative hand and foot ritual with Chinese jasmine oils, or a magical magical manicure or princess pedicure for youngsters. I don't know what half those things are, but I might need to, to experience them just for research and just imagine the video of the sugar exfoliation body treatment. But there are lounges, whirlpools, treatment rooms, uh, all uh, with a lot of Florida citrus and botanicals brought in, so very much making it a Florida local thing. You can book spa appointments at Senses beginning November 15th by calling 407-WDW-SPAS. That's 407-939-7727, or you can learn more by visiting DisneyWorld.com slash spas. One other thing to note, too, is beginning January 16th, all of the spas, salons, and fitness centers are now going to be owned and operated by Disney. Also on that day, over at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort, their spa is going to close uh, and going to reopen later on this summer. Uh, they're going to have more details on the retheming and the redesign of the uh, Census Spa coming to Saratoga Springs coming soon. Uh, beyond the parks, uh, we learned from the Orlando Sentinel this week that Disney is planning to... Uh, reveal a little bit more detail of what we have been hearing and know a little bit about only as next gen. We've known for years 
about this project, this $1 billion project called NextGen, an advanced technology project. We've seen and heard things uh, about wristbands. We see the RFID tags already being tested. But Bob Iger said, look, you know, we're, we're in the testing phase. We want to make sure the technology is working the way we expect it and need it to work. They've been hesitant to roll out details, but uh, there is the sort of thing. It's ready for prime time. It's ready to sort of peel back the curtain and let you know exactly what's going on because it's really been a very high level type of uh, information release, um, meaning that a lot of people sort of on the ground don't even know what this next gen technology is going to be. Wall Street obviously pressuring Disney to sort of say, hey, you've spent a billion dollars. The investors need to know exactly what's going on. So we expect to see some more about what NextGen is coming very, very soon. I think probably we're going to see more of it in the Disney parks, hopefully, possibly, potentially around that December 6th opening of New Fantasyland, the test track opening. You have to imagine, especially with new concept art being released, that some of that NextGen technology is going to be in there we're seeing hints of more interactive cues coming on. We've seen the patent application uh, for the wristbands with the RFID tags. Uh, I think that we are going to start seeing that next gen rolled out end of this year, early next year. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to influence, impact, and change our guest experiences in the park. Um, Finally, uh, again, very much outside the parks, but sort of connected. Um, ABC is developing developing a new possible TV series based on a Walt Disney World attraction. You know what it is? Because it may not be what you think. Because the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Big Thunder Mountain, the Western themed roller coaster, is being uh, developed for a possible project for ABC. It's titled. Appropriately enough, Big Thunder Mountain. It's to be written by Jason Fuchs, who wrote uh, Ice Age, Continental Drift, with Chris Morgan from Fast and the Furious. They're going to both supervise and executive produce as well. Big Thunder Mountain, you know, is located in California, Florida, Tokyo, and Paris. There's a a great elaborate backstory that goes along with it that maybe you don't know about, about this uh, mining town and the gold rush in the American Southwest, sort of a sacred Indian um, location. The miners come, hilarity and calamity ensues, and yes, we have uh, a flood in Florida, we've got an earthquake in Paris, and a tsunami in Tokyo. Um, Of course, not the first Disney ride to get sort of brought out to Hollywood, and of course we know about Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, the Matterhorn, Country Bears, uh, Jungle Cruise we know is coming. We've also heard uh, rumblings of uh, potential Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, uh, a TV show or movie rumored for a long, long time. But obviously, many of us who are Disney fans are very, very excited. Oh, and Tower of Terror. Of course, somebody in the chat room said uh, Tower of Terror as well, too. Um, anything with Steve Gutenberg has got to be good. Um, alt- the, the sort of the ultimate project that we're really waiting on, and I especially as well, being a fan of his work, being a fan of the actor and the uh, producer and director, John Favreau and writer Michael Chabon, are in the process of working on Disney's Magic Kingdom. That is going to supposed to be a uh, full um, full length feature film, which has been in development for some time. We know too that there's supposedly a um, a, a Del Toro 
Haunted Mansion movie in development as well, too. But I want to leave you with a question. I'm watching people in the chat room uh, talking about some of their favorites, some of the ones maybe they liked or didn't like uh, as well, too. Certainly we know uh, Saving Mr. Banks, uh, the story of Mary Poppins, is in development as well, too. But theme park-wise, right, this is the question of the week I have for you. What, in your opinion, what Walt Disney World attraction would make for the best TV show? Not a movie like Pirates. What attraction would make for the best TV show? I'll watch the chat room for their responses, but I would love you, if you're watching or listening, to come by the website over at wdwradio.com. I'll post the video there. I'll post the audio on iTunes as well as on YouTube. Leave your comments there. I'd love to hear your opinions about what Walt Disney World attraction would make for the best TV show. People in the chat room are already saying carousel of progress <laughs> i think the people mover probably not the country bears monsters inc laugh floor splash mountain uh swiss family treehouse jungle cruise haunted mansion getting a lot of different very interesting answers leave yours in the comments there and why what you what you would expect or what you imagine this show on tv to be whether it's abc disney xd wherever it may be uh also while you're on the site be sure and check out the blog the videos discussion forums that my trivia books cds and lots more also be sure and visit the events page we have a lot of events coming up not just the meat of the months every month in walt disney world but we're going to go on the road inland at sea we're going to go to alani we just announced on the uh cruise on the Disney Dream, which we just came back from last week, that we will be going on the Disney Fantasy November 2nd through the 9th, 2013. We had an amazing time on the Dream. Hopefully you can join us for a seven-day cruise to the Eastern Caribbean on the Disney Fantasy. I'll put links in the show notes to where you can get more information as well as a quote. Uh, don't forget, connect with me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello. Facebook, you can come by the Facebook page at facebook.com slash wwradio or visit wdwradio.com slash connect. You can find all the ways to subscribe to the newsletter, get daily updates in your inbox, Pinterest, Google Plus, wherever and wherever you are, you can get a little bit of Disney magic every day and every week. I hope to meet you guys in person at some of the events, meets of the month. I want to thank all of you for watching tonight live or if you're watching on YouTube on the site or listening via iTunes. Join us every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at www.radiolive.com. I'm Lou Mangiello from WW Radio. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Have a great night. 